Take two. Recording. back once again with another episode of Talking the Yardist. Today I'm joined with two esteemed guests and I'm using the word esteemed because one of my guests is the master of vocabulary. She is the linguistic lord. I'm joined by Grace. How are you today Grace? I'm great thank you. How are you Kieran? I'm doing really really well. For those of you at home you probably noticed Grace is in the studio with us today. Grace is calling in on a Zoom call um, she's shielding currently, so she'll be joining via the internet. Thank you for the internet. I'm also joined by one of my favorite guests uh, and one of my close friends who's one of the um, best designers that I know, introducing Philly. How are it's you today? On, people. I'm good. good, I'm good. How are you? Very, very, very good. Thank you very much. Great to be here. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation. I want to get straight into it. This week, we are talking about what you have been up to in terms of creating. So the topic is, what have you been creating and imagining? And this kind of comes from the idea of that, um, with us all being in lockdown at the minute, we have to use our imaginations to kind of create past the four walls that we're confiding in. Um, not, every, not everybody is creative by nature. Some people need to be inspired by what other people are doing to find a creative kind of um, outsource for themselves. So I kind of want to open the conversation to you guys who create in very, very different ways. As I said, Philly's a digital graphic designer by um, nature and Grace works with language and works with writing um, stage plays, uh, and etc. So, yeah, I mean, to open the conversation, first of all, um, for you guys, through this lockdown period, through these troublesome times, um, what kind of projects have you been involved in? What have you been designing, creating currently to kind of help you in this time? And I'll start with talk by talking to Grace, because ladies first, of course. Of course. Um... Well, I mean, yeah, like lockdown feels like nearly a year's worth of writing now, so especially for me, because I've been shielding basically the whole time. So like, it's just been me in my room. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's like kind of two questions. And one is like, what can you do in lockdown? And yeah. then the other one is like, how conducive is the state of lockdown to creating things? Okay, so give me it with the former and the latter then. Okay, so... Um, so like in some ways creating things especially like collaboratively has been really good because I've been able to like reach out to people you can set deadlines together it kind of creates like an illusion of structure yeah. in a structureless time I agree with um, that. so that's been good yeah the accountability um, kind of factor creates that illusion yeah yeah definitely and um, especially with something like script writing because you literally just have to send a certain number of pages by a date do it like it it does kind of bring that rhythm yeah yeah so, I mean, talk to me about that because, I mean, I don't know many script writers. So to create in this time, I mean, the process itself, I mean, how does, how does that come about? Um, I mean, I feel like I've sort of been in new territory as well because I've never written a script with someone else before. I've only ever written by myself. Okay. So it's kind of interesting that I've gone to do that in a period of isolation. Yeah, that's um, so I think normally when I've written, I've, I've normally had some kind of brief or like some some like either you're writing for a stage or like you're only allowed a certain amount of characters or like yeah you're of course yeah yeah in space or so I haven't had those kinds of limitations yeah, so I guess 
um, which is kind of good, but also like, also means you can literally write anything, which isn't always that helpful. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's completely like more free form. Like you said, you're not confined to the rules of the stage or the um, parameters of the um, theatre. You, you're creating yeah. with no, no real form. That's really interesting. But it, I mean, in terms of what you do with design, have you had any kind of um, similar similar comparisons to what, to what Grace has been going on in terms of working collaboratively um, online or having more form or less form around your work? Or talk us through. I've had to more so bring more form to my work, so more structured, because we're in the house most most of the time now. Yeah, It's still okay. I need to come away from the screen. I need to yeah. get away just so I can keep my creative... Um, creative energy up or if I'm just in the house you're not really seeing nothing you're not taking in anything else yeah. but um as in for working with people I've probably got more like worked with more people while free Maya and then free well freelance wise yeah a lot more people have been coming saying that they want more so I've had to collab in that way so you've had an increase in work since like yeah that. yeah okay that's interesting and so, is that similar for you in, in the theater world or is it I would imagine it's the opposite is that, I mean, no. yeah, oh. <laughs> but for us, it's like the whole industry sort of went into collapse. Yeah. No one knows when it's going to reopen. Um, even things that sort of reopened got closed pretty quickly. Yeah, um, true, true. And I think it's especially for regional theatres, I think it's especially bad because wherever there is like money is generally in, lo- in London. Obviously, yeah. London had like a uh, more lax lockdown than us for a while. So the stages were able to be open. Awesome. Whereas wasn't like that in Birmingham and I think especially with like a lot of the developments that have happened in Birmingham Birmingham theatres recently there's a lot of Birmingham playwrights feeling a bit yeah definitely and talk about that because I've seen a little bit about it so um it's called uh, is it a nightingale court is is that what the phrase that they they use is it yeah so the rep decided to um rent out two of its main stages which is the door in the studio right as a nightingale court okay Uh, yeah supposedly as a way to like to raise funds you know? yeah keep it like financially afloat until it could reopen its doors and the artistic but, uh, community um obviously was doesn't get along with this does that uh, align with that vision and then it's, it's caused a kind of uproar locally is that what's going on yeah i mean like from 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 my end of things it's the rep sort of like purged itself of all the local artists and like work that you yeah. know people within the organisation had spent the last like 10 years nurturing so definitely it's like a, a clear-cut disconnection from what's been played at the rep um, and, and when we're talking about the type of um, play that's been there and um, that represents certain cultures and certain people's backgrounds and, um, di- and, and individualism and then they're going and doing the opposite in terms of the way they're structuring the business now which is kind of kicking the teeth so okay then let's talk about where we're at then so we've had this we've both explained the chaotic lockdown, highs and lows from both sides, things being shut down, things business being accelerated. So what have you actually been working on? So talk to me about something that you've been working on recently or something you've done that's um, a proud, a proud, a proud um, creation for you. Tell me something you've been working on, um, Philly, start with yourself. Uh, for me, I think it's it's been, from starting with Maya, just helping to create the brand a bit more so. Okay. Like for me, I've enjoyed doing that, something fresh. You get, like creatively, I'm, quite free yeah. to do what I want to do even though a lot of stuff are already in place mm-hmm. it's still fun to like hey how can we recreate or create a new look so that when we are out yeah. everything looks official looks good and people remember us for the right reasons so I love that from that aspect I've 
That's so for people that don't know what that means, like, you know, creating the look for Maya or the, when you I mean, what kind of things tangibly have you made, uh, have you been creating that would help to, for people that aren't designers maybe yeah. to understand? Uh, so even the logo for this podcast at the moment, yeah, yeah. that's something that's part of, part of the yard branding. Um, uh, what else is it? The Maya proposal yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Look amazing when people get to see that so that's it that's it 100 percent. so i mean so is this the kind of things that you used to normally create in your spare time or are these new types of projects yeah, i've been doing graphics and all that for like over 10 years now so okay 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 it's like okay. so i've been doing it obviously college uni yeah yeah um freelancing so see. it's something i've been doing for so many years i just enjoy it so i just and now, my you, and now you're kind of in a space where you can throw all that, you know, those years of experience and those creative juices together into like something that requires yeah, exactly. more form. Okay, I like that. That's cool. Because like being here, yeah. everyone understands art. So yeah, because true. everyone understands art and they get it, you like you can more or less do what you it's need so, to do. It's so true. I mean, do you have a similar experience? Share what you're thinking, Grace. No, it's, well, I was going to say it's actually so true that it makes a real difference working in a community of artists because like just, I think, yeah, like obviously any level of artistry just takes a whole extra lot of time. And if you're not around people that really like appreciate that process and like want to nurture that process, it doesn't always thrive in the same way that it can. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a context for those of you at home. So the my group consists of um, artists in practice. So we're all actual artists in our own individual rights, um, designers, um, writers, singers, producers, dancers, poets, you name it. Uh, who all come together to work on the projects and things we put out. So I definitely agree, just talking from my perspective, just being able to like talk about a vision in a very abstract way and it can land and you guys get what I'm kind of saying and seeing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a godsend. So for yourself, Grace, uh, is there anything particular you've worked on recently that's kind of brought joy to you or that? that... Um, yeah, I was, I was thinking about this when you asked me what I'd been writing because the play I've been writing sounds so boring that I almost don't want to tell you. <laughs> you got to tell us that. Um, you have to tell us that. So I'm, I'm writing a play about stamps. Okay, as in like postal stamps? <laughs> as in like postal stamps, Okay, yeah. so talk us through that. How did that come about? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go into too much detail because yeah, yeah. it will be boring. But like, um, <laughs> basically, I'm writing a play about like, uh the <laughs> okay so I'll, I'll tell you a little story go for it so my nan and granddad yeah uh, their whole lives they went to their local like working man's club absolutely love it mm-hmm. um my granddad used to make me go there with him and like it's it's classic like glitter curtain like lots of like really drunk people in a room All dancing the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, like doing the macarena, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah good stuff, good uh, stuff. So <laughs> basically, my nan and granddad loved it there. There were a couple called Wendy and Dean. Okay. Um, and one day they decided to start buying stamps in bulk yeah. on eBay yeah. um, and washing the stamps. Okay. So they basically wash the stamps and resell them for a load of money. Really? Um, I think over about four years, they made a hundred grand. Wow. Oh, Stamps, yeah um and then they set up a website called stamp busters right and one day the royal mail called them being like hi uh do you sell like wash stamps yeah, and yeah. they were like yeah yeah we do they got caught just by that phone call Gosh. went to prison Whoa. the state came down on them hard mm-hmm. um 
but it's like quite an interesting story because it's all around the, the year they got caught was the same year that the Royal Mail got privatized. Okay. So like, so you want to reimagine that kind of story into a, a play format? What, what what's what are you thinking? Yeah, so I think like I think like stamps are like quite a funny like illegal trade. Okay. So there's like quite a lot of like silly parallels you can make there to get comedy. I like the nuance. Yeah. And I think it would definitely be comedic. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it does. It does, it does sound interesting. I'm definitely interested in Especially that. Especially how Grace works as well. Yeah, you we know what tell. you're writing. It's yeah. like, and to think, to know that it's coming from a real life experience and story as well, like, it's, it's going to be, be an inspired tale. I like that. Mm-hmm. So have you started working on that already? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, that's the play I'm working on by myself. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also writing a play with my lovely friend who's called Laura, yeah. which is um, quite, <laughs> quite a different out, play. Laura. That's like, and this is, so you so you work this is the first one you've done by yourself and this one you're working with Laura that's amazing incredible I love that well done all right then so moving on to the final kind of questions and um, for today's podcast um I want to ask you guys outside of working and creating how are you guys playing and again just bringing this into the space of we have to use our imagination to kind of escape these like you know these dreary times that we're in so how are you finding release? How are you finding joy? I mean, talk to me about that. So back to yourself, Philly. Um, how are you finding time to play and how are you playing at the minute? Um, my playtime now, Shiva. Been watching what's it called? Game of Thrones. Okay, Game of Thrones. Shout out Game so of Thrones. I've my playtime now. Just playing Red Dead Redemption on the PS or Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Fighters. Yeah, yeah. That's just yeah. been me recently. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Okay, say no more. And um. Are these games that you're playing like religiously every day? Is that what you do, or how are you? Find, I wouldn't you say every time? day, but you just try and make that little time. That's just my getaway time. Defo, defo, hundred percent necessary. So. What about for yourself, Grace? Are you playing Red Dead Redemption as well? No Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Too hard to say. No, no Red Dead. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't um, do it either. I rewatched all of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and that oh, was like classic thing for me. Um, that's finished now, so there's no vampires for me to pine after. Not even Angel. No Angel. Angel spin-off was decent, you know. I'm not gonna lie. I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel when Sky One like first came out and they were big shows. It was You yeah. know, I've never watched Angel, so maybe I should. Watch just give it a watch, man. Give it a watch. I mean I was like ten. So mm. I don't know how great it really is, but vampires they they, they can't age, can they? If you so. like Buffy then you'll like it. Yeah, that's what I think. Definitely take it, yeah. What else? Yeah. What recommendations or what other things have you been playing at the minute? Um, I mean, what have I been doing? I've been reading quite a lot. That's really good. So tell us some books that you're reading, what you're getting joy from. <clears throat> um, I'm looking at all the books that are next to me. Um, I've been reading, um, basically I always, like I'll try and read a play, I'll try and read some fiction, and I'll try and read some theory. So like, fiction I'm just finished reading is a book called The Lonely Londoners which I recommend you all to read yeah, um, and then the yeah. theory I'm reading is about narrative and it's called Meander Spiral and Explode okay. <laughs> interesting 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 yeah. cool stuff good stuff all right then I love it so today's episode was all about creative and imagination it's about finding ways for you to get escapism from what's going on um, in, when you need to have times for yourself if you've got any techniques or things that you've been creating at home that you would like to share with us, please leave us a comment below. We'd love to hear about it. Um, this is one of many of the series that we've got doing called Talking the Yardest Podcast, so stay tuned for the other episodes. I've been your host, Kieran Frantic, joined by Grace and Philly. See you next time. Mm-hmm.